0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the I.O. Panel. This is episode 232, being recorded on Sunday, July 11th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. My name is Michael, I'll be the host this week. With me is James, and James only, Evan has taken right. a sabbatical. He's dead. What's going on? What's Evan's on, James? dead.
1: He we went off <laughs> to the home for fake yeah, okay. <laughs> professors in the sky. <laughs> a.k.a. Texas or whatever <laughs> he'll, he'll be back next week
0: yeah he, went, he went deeper he
1: Florida oh, okay
0: no Texas I think I don't know um, can't wait to hear back room. I heard he, oh, he no played kid, some games he that liar. aren't Quake dude that's what he said I was like, what? So, yeah, I can't wait to hear his, we'll see, his detailed I played report, Block, and I that. hated it.
1: I hated every minute of it. <laughs> it was like pure punishment. I'm good, man. How have you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Man. I'm good. It's How have you been, it's James? It's been a, it's been a chill week? week, you know. Just working, um, playing video games, Did the usual, man. I keep it simple, man. You know?
0: Did you did you fix all the Nutanix uh, fix all the ones I was responsible for.
1: So that's good enough for me for now. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah, that's, pr- that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Something something that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except well, your that problem, problem I right? think
1: I realized that the issue is just a driver issue and it's never going to work. I think if I want to get this Nutanix stuff from working in my house, I need to do a uh, I'm going to need to have just go buy like a recommended Nutanix thing from somebody. Either a used one, or buy something... Can you... I think you it's just more get a different card? card? I think it's something else. I think it's a, something in the firmware.
0: Well, I was thinking it was the... the I, I, well, maybe it's the network card, I don't know, but I was thinking the... The... Uh... These, for lack of a better word, the Could SCSI that, controller. I don't
1: know. That's possible, too. I didn't think about that. Um... Could be that, I mean the, the thing it sees the drives, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it has a problem with. Something something breaks it deep deep into installation. So <sighs> there's no
0: log to look at. It doesn't. Well, if it produces a log,
1: it produces it at a place where I can't get at it. It basically is in mid installation, and then it gets about ninety five percent of the way there. Then it fails and then dumps back to dumps it back out, and then we try to boot it to get into like whatever it created. Mm. It won't boot. So if there's a log there, I don't know how to find it. I guess I could. I guess if I really wanted to, I could go pick the hard drives apart, pick the raid apart, and then on another computer <laughs> rebuild the raid on another computer using some kind of tool I don't know exists, and then fi- go through the log that way. Maybe I don't know, but. Obviously, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to rebuild that mm. RAID on this other computer. You know, it's just a lot of hassle. I'll, I'll probably try. I'm going to use something. I'll do something else with this machine. Um, I tried installing uh, CentOS on one of them just so I could get a dedicated server for seven days of die up, and it failed also. So I didn't look too much into that failure. I just was like, okay, mm. I'll dedicate more time and energy to it when I'm not in a rush. So I haven't gone back to it. Maybe I'll mess with it later on today. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Well, worst case scenario, we could put uh, yeah, God, VMware like you on the kill them. me now.
1: And it's yeah, the enemy of my well, enemy. VMware's man. Great, I don't want man. that. Horrible.
0: <laughs> and yet, and yeah, yet no, I support Ryan every it minute on Nutanix. it. It's <laughs> a
1: clunky, overcomplex uh, dude. You, you just don't know. Use Nutanix.
0: And that's what that's what I that's what I think of Nutanix. It's cl- clunky, yeah, overcomplicated.
1: That, that complication, drek. That complication to the user <laughs> is transparent. I'll admit, a hundred percent. In the background, right. Nutanix is so complicated. In the back end, the end that I need to service and look at and help people service and help people understand, Jesus Christ Almighty, it's so complicated. But. If it's when it's working (laughs) and it's up and your network is up to snuff and where it needs to be Mm -hmm. and everything's like in its everything's in its place, man, it will work and work and work and work and work and it'll be simple and easy to use. And you don't need to be a fucking MIT, uh, you know, graduate laureate or whatever to understand how to work with the distributed network, the V switch or whatever, you know. The complication is like minimal, you know. I mean, most 90% of the problems I have with mm-hmm. people in their Nutanix clusters is that they don't actually know how to set up v switches and do distributed networking in VMware, and in turn, they fuck up their Nutanix network. That's 90% of the problem, or mm. their network teams don't know how to do physical networking and they fuck up their network and it causes problems, you know. Mm. So I see. Competence is very rare. Yeah, I had to uh, change
0: some, change some V switch stuff around uh, recently yeah. with our stuff, but man, uh, yeah, we got it, we got it all sorted out. So all good. And then this weekend, myself, I was actually involved in a little project um, at work, migrating a bunch of both physical servers and virtual servers from their existing Linux based nice. platforms over to VMware. Yeah. Had a complete failure on one. We'll have to try that again later, but the rest we got to... Uh, we're able to get them over. Cool. So, worked out. Yes. The VMware's P2V tool. It's, uh, it's okay. P2V. It's not as good as the Nutanix one,
1: I'll be honest with you. Sounds yeah. to me. I feel like I've had to...
0: Yeah, physical okay, okay. to virtual. I
1: think maybe. Did you talk about that last week? I feel like somebody, or either last that, week. or we yeah, we well, didn't have a some... show last. Well, week Well, either you yes, said something to awesome. me about it at some <laughs> point, or my customer said something about it, because they're doing, they're converting, they're going from they have physical servers mm-hmm. to take over to virtual. So yeah. Um,
0: oh okay. I've used the Nutanix one where you, st- I think you stand up a little VM and it and uh, you do mm-hmm. the migration using that, and installs an agent, and Yeah. blah, blah, blah. That one works really well, and it's nice because you can sync stuff over. Like, you can say, like, all right, get this one ready for migration, and it says, okay, cool, it just kind of does yeah. it in the background, you know, copies everything over, and then it keeps syncing it until you say, all right, now we're done, you know. Do the one final sync and then shut off the old one. Um, that's nice. The, P, the VMware I mean, P2V Mutanis, tool does not do that Mutanis at Everything Nutanix does is so. designed
1: around the idea of making it so... It's designed around the concept of invisible infrastructure. And if you think about it that way, you realize invisible infrastructure applied to software means... If you use a piece of software, it needs to be as simple and invisible complication-wise as possible. Which means you need to be able to get into it and get out of it and get what you want to do done. You know? You shouldn't have to have a mm-hmm. fucking degree to use a software. And I like VMware because it does work, but it's so complicated. It's more complication than I want in my home situation, especially when I don't, you know, my primary thing I serve, I work with is Nutanix, you know? So, like, I want my home network mm-hmm. to be a showcase of how great Nutanix is, not how limited it is and I have to use VMware, you know, which sucks. You know, I'm going to accept the fact that this thing that my problem my issue is related <laughs> to the fact that i have a nutanix cluster here that i mean i have a i have software a servers here that i did not pre-verify work well with nutanix you know i should have just bit the bullet and bought mm-hmm. a spent 3400 dollars and bought a nutanix cluster i use a used old 3 or 4 2 node one and called it good you know so it's my own fault I would've had the same amount of power <laughs> for mm. you know, more money, but in a smaller smaller uh package, you know. But I digress.
0: Yeah. So how was your week? True, true. Um Well, it was good. Uh just getting ready for that move that I talked about that right. we started doing Friday night, and so did did that all Friday pretty much spent all friday doing that actually and most of saturday so yeah yeah just keep hammering at it you know and uh so did that um i went to the office a little bit was updating some servers that normally you could do it all remotely but uh we don't have it set up properly Mm. so i had to be there to do it but uh that's okay got it got it done Um, was also documenting our existing network connections and stuff because we need to we're going to have to re-rack everything so in preparation for our physical move so that'll be fun Um, and that's about it really for my week and not not a whole lot going on Rewatch some movies Rewatched all the Jason
1: Bourne movies. We, oh, I, oh, rewatched. I said yeah, I I think re-watched. Said we watched. I was like, we did. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh <laughs> what, what, you, you, had you missed any of them, or had you not seen them, or what? No, I just hadn't seen them in a while, especially the first one. They're great. I seen that They're one. Good Ever. I've had, I've had the urge to watch. They uh, are since Black Widow came out, to, re- to re-watch a bunch of the my favorite Marvel movies. I'm not going to go watch them all just because a bunch of them are just junk. And I'm not interested, but definitely interested in, like, watching, like, all the Iron Mans, maybe some of the Thors, you know. Um, just because, like, the Iron Mans are so good, man. They're hmm. some of the best ones. Um, some yeah, of the only I mean, Marvel the, look, movies I've seen. I'm not excusing you by <laughs> saying, oh, oh, yeah, you've only seen the good ones. No. <laughs> you should definitely watch the other ones. They are good. But, uh or, they're not good. They're just what they are. They're what you expect them to be, you know? And they deliver on that front. But that said, you know, I mean, the, the Iron Man ones, to me, they're very nostalgic because that was like the first time we'd seen movies like that done done so well and seriously. Like normally, superhero movies are very like, Ugh. you know, they're dreck, they're tongue in cheek, and that you could tell no one who's making the movie takes them seriously. Everyone's on a meme break when they made it. There's a paycheck. The only ones that people take put any effort into to that point was like Batman and Superman movies, you know. <laughs> And even the Superman movies, they couldn't do them consistently well. So it's nice to see mm-hmm. it's nice to see like an ensemble cast where they intended on building a universe, building something interesting, creating creating a world, exploring deeply into the into the show, into the series. So that's why I liked it. I mean, it was like the beginning of that for me. It's kind of cool stuff. Hmm.
0: I remember going to see Age of Ultron yeah. in the th- in the movie theater. And I was like, okay, but I don't mean, ask yeah, what I mean happened all these
1: the movies, mo- dude, all these movies are so. forgettable honestly. <laughs> None of the movies are like, you know, I don't think you're going to walk away from any of these movies and be like, man, it changed my life, you know? Like I don't think they're meant to do that. It's like it's like Fast and Furious, you know? You walk away from that movie, walk away from those movies you're like some shit exploded. I saw I saw what's it called it. Uh, Dominic Toretto deliver another meme worthy uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, experience. They have. Dude, and, you the know memes what's funny have been heavy. Me? I'm like, how how are people just catching on to the family memes? Like, dude, how long have you and I been like, it's about family? Like, we've been <laughs> we've been doing that for years, dude. We've <laughs> like, but dude, it, ever since the very beginning, I was like, the first time I saw this, I was like, there's too much family shit in his. Like, you ever even known these people that long? We mean, it's like we're family. Like, give it a rest, bro. You know? (laughs) Just relax, okay, you big, bald, (laughs) Italian, black, Italian guy. Whatever the fuck you are, you Puerto Rican. Like, just chill out, all right? (laughs) Nothing wrong with Puerto Ricans, but, you know. Um, Yeah, just relax, Mr. Torretto, you know? Yeah, and that's it just right. gets worse and worse Dominic every Toretto. movie. So like I'm I'm surprised people are like, Yeah, they went to space. I was like, and that's what made you guys think about the family memes? He's this motherfucker talking about family way too much for way too long. You know
0: <laughs> True.
1: It's very true.
0: I don't, I don't So James, when are we gonna I go? Mean,
1: see I mean I honestly <laughs> part of me's like, I don't want to see it. Let's And the do other it. part of me's like, You should just see it because it's going to be fucking dumb as shit anyway. Let's go let's go fucking relax and see it. So, I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I'm not a proponent of, like, the sit down and veg out, turn your brain off movie. Like, I don't believe in that. I think movies... I don't think they should always challenge you, but I think movies should always... should 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 serve truth and what's possible... I no. thought you were about to say truth, justice, and the I think they should way. Be, I think they should be... I don't know. I mean, I feel like... I, I don't think you should go to movies and expect minimum quality. You know? I think you shouldn't go to a movie just because, like, oh, shit, shit explodes and everything like that. Like, if you go to a movie and you don't remember the fucking movie when it's over because it was so dumb and forgettable, then it's like, why'd you even go see the movie? Like, stop one of those types of movies. You know? So, I didn't want to go to it, but now I kind of mm-hmm. want to see it, because now I'm kind of thinking, man, maybe there is something to the fact that you could just go to the movie and fucking disconnect and veg out a little bit, you know what I mean? And just, like, go and see, like, a bunch of shit explode and everything like that. You just have to live a carefree good time, you know what I mean? But I don't know, man. I don't know. There's uh, it, it seems like Hollywood just only knows how to make movies like that now. Like, they never they never are challenged to make something quality unless it's some dark, brooding thing about a flat-chested girl who's trying to seek the honesty of a father's love without ever meeting her dad, and she only leaves, she only, she's in one room staring out of a window for the, la- the full hour and a half runtime of the movie, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, just stop, you know? Like, I don't care about that type of film, you know? I don't want to see that kind of movie, you know? And it's like, so Hollywood makes... T- <laughs> yeah, it it might as well be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I made that plot up, by the way, but it probably is called Miller's Crossing. So, <laughs> so yeah. But you get what I'm. No, I just made yeah. up that title. You know, what, we but should just start right. telling people like, so. "Did you see Miller's Crossing?" They're like, "No, I didn't see that." It's a like, movie about the girl. She never leaves the room, and she's like trying to figure out. You know, they're <laughs> like Miller's Crossing. Sounds legit. Seems like a movie that it could exist. Um... You know, it's like, Yeah, I want a Golden Globe. They're like, Oh shit, Golden Globe, <laughs> is that for movies? I'm like, I don't know. Could be. Do you know? I don't actually know either. You know? <laughs> but yeah. So uh I don't know man. I mean Hollywood just knows how to make those two kinds of movies to me. It's like explode fancy bang bang boom and hopefully you can forget about your worries for a little bit uh while they make things explode and not do anything really good to make you earn their money earn the money, or they make some brooding movie that only seven people want to see to win an award that nobody cares about, you know? So I don't know, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Well, I'm down, and I still have that fucking, uh, that I think they started it's billing the me guys. again for that,
1: uh... Oh, okay, movie is Pass back on, it's on the now? Legal version. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yep. So, gotta make the most of it. <laughs> Let's go see a
1: movie. Yeah, we'll see.
0: <clears throat> I don't even I know mean, what's out. Black.
1: Is that is that that's Jason on, Sathan movie that's out, on
0: the web. or is it is that a? Is... That's on the. Oh okay. Well, some of these they're doing a dual release, like they did that with the Angelina Jolie one, where she's that on fire. That movie good, or by the way. Not that um, fire
1: one. I mean, it's probably fine, but the movie that is good is the fucking movie that's. uh... That's a good movie. I rented that on YouTube. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it before. But that movie is a fun time. (laughs) You're going to go in there and be like, oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's the type of movie that I feel like you could just go in because you know exactly what to expect from Jason Satham. He's not going to be like, it's all about family. Like, he's not doing any of that. He's getting there. He's kicking people's teeth in. He's being a maniac. He's being British. You know, he's being Mm -hmm. bald but handsome. I mean, it just works. The whole thing works. He, he, he's delivering very simple. He's not doing anything that's, like, so far out of the realm of possibility like, he's going to space. He's not doing anything like that. He's on the streets, <laughs> kicking people's teeth in, fucking people up, being sneaky. That's what he's doing, and it's a good movie. It delivers. I can't think of what it's called now. Um, I don't know. It might as well be Man on Fire with a British guy, basically, but it's really good.
0: mm. sounds good uh, alright well why don't we go ahead and jump into some news
1: sounds good to me
0: is that alright alright so got a couple of articles here about Richard Branson so Richard Branson Virgin Galactic so he finally took a trip to space sort of
1: what do you think about that
0: Mm. So they said he went up 50 miles above the Earth to the outer edge. So they're right at the edge of space, basically. They experienced a few minutes of weightlessness before they glided back down. They landed at their airfield or whatever you call it in uh, New Mexico. So, I don't know. I thought like I they thought they've been, they'd doing,
1: been doing this. So, yeah, I guess he's just rich. not him. No, just, his company have been not doing, his doing it. He's been doing these not... near-earth these near these edge of space launches for a long time. This is not new for him. He's been doing them for a while, man, since like fuck before Jeff Bezos had Blue Origin, before what's it called it had like right when what's his name started launching his own like saying, "Oh, we're going to build a rocket to go to space," you know, SpaceX. Right when SpaceX started, he was doing it. Virgin Galactic was trying to do it. It's been around for a while. I'm I'm surprised it's not a big deal. I guess cuz he's the first rich guy to do it. I don't really fucking know. It's not I mean, Jeff Bezos did it before him though, if you want to count that. Jeff Bezos did it like earlier this year or late last year. Hmm. So, I don't know, man.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I thought I thought that, you know, we yeah, as humans yeah. had been doing this already. And, but, I guess, yeah, I don't really understand. Maybe we're missing some critical piece of this, because I'm not really... I mean, it's cool and all, great, cool. But, <laughs> maybe it's more, because it's more the commercial aspect. This is like the more, like, oh yeah, anyone can do it. Although, I don't think, I don't know if they're taking orders yet, or... I don't know if you could buy a ticket... You know. Would you go? No.
1: Not to do that. Not I mean I think I would love to experience weightlessness, but I think what would happen is you'd spend like two million dollars or whatever it cost to go to go experience weightlessness. It's that's too much. What if it was
0: thirty thousand dollars?
1: Because you go up there, you're experiencing what, ten minutes, a half an hour, if even that. Probably not even that much time. You get, yeah, it's only a few minutes. So you're up there for it's a few, a few minutes, minutes experiencing weightlessness. And then you go down, there. I mean, what are you going to be like, oh my God, it changed my mind. Oh, I changed my life. And you're crying, I've seen the face of God. No, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to go up there. You're going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> because the human body is not a made to experience. Wait, it's this, 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 like that. You're going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't have any training for this. <laughs> you're going to spew into, fucking, into the fucking cabin. It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> I mean, it, look, if I was going to space, yes, $30,000, $2 million, it's worth it. But just to do some near Earth like, skip, no, that's not worth it. And it's not... Interesting or cool, it's not the new Mount mm-hmm. Everest. then you know what the new Mount Everest is? Going to the moon and standing on the moon—that's the new Mount Everest. Just doing what he did is not interesting, and it's not special. And I don't see what the big deal is. Astronauts has been doing this shit for years.
0: So they say here. It says right here: Richard Branson became the first person to ride into space aboard a rocket he helped fund. He
1: became the first person to comb his hair while okay. smoking a cigarette, while eating a ham sandwich with his cock in his hand. Just because you put a bunch of things behind something to make it niche doesn't make it special. <laughs> the first... Come on, man. The first person to ride in a ship, to go to near-earth orbit that he helped fund. Without any one of those things in a sequence, it wouldn't be interesting. And it wouldn't be the first of anything. Right? Am I wrong here?
0: Right. No, I'm, I'm with you, man. Boarded the Spaceship Two. And it's all one word and everything is spelled out. Spaceship Two. A winged plane with a single rocket motor. The company has spent nearly two decades developing. Ha ha ha, ha. Bit Attached beneath its massive twin fuselage mothership dubbed, dubbed White Knight Two. <laughs> okay blah 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 detached and dropped momentarily before its engine screamed to life the vehicle swooped upward <laughs> it says at the top of the flight more than 50 miles high the vehicle was suspended in weightlessness for a few minutes allowing the passengers to enjoy panoramic views of the earth and space as spaceship 2 flipped onto its belly, and then deployed its feathering system, which curls the plane's wings upward, (laughs) listen to this, mimicking the shape of a badminton shuttlecock, (laughs) (laughs) to turn the spaceship rightward as it flew back into the Earth's thick atmosphere and glided back down to the runway. blah, 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 blah. Apparently was Elon him? Musk was there. No, he was at the party after. It says here, Surrounding Space Flight, or Spaceship 2's takeoff was a high production party with friends, family, employees, and a few VIPs in attendance. Earlier on Sunday, Branson tweeted a picture of himself and a barefoot Elon Musk hanging out. And uh, Grammy-nominated na- artist Khaled is also expected to perform an as-yet-unreleased song on an outdoor stage. Okay. <laughs> How nice. Okay. Whatever. I mean whatever, I guess yeah, I we're mean, getting closer. So so, so the fine. thing
1: is that to me this is interesting only from the only because maybe they can find a way to make this so efficient that they can get people quickly into a near earth station using this using something some method like this in the future, you know what I mean? Otherwise I don't see the value. Like, we already know how to go to space. We've been doing it for a long time. You know, people have been into orbit already. You know, I don't think Jeff Bezos did it. I think his plane did it. I don't think he hmm. did it. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I don't think, I think he's scheduled to do it. But I, I don't think, uh, I don't think this is special, man. I mean, yeah, he's old. And I guess for him, he's like, yeah, I want to get this done because I'm not going to get to see the the true shit, you know what I mean? You know, because he's old, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, I don't. I don't think it's. You know, I mean, it, it's cool. I guess it's cool from the extent that they'll probably build some kind of delivery system that will take planes... that will take that something like that similar to that up, and it will rendezvous with something else, you know. But otherwise. I don't know that it's that big a deal. Sorry to hate. I mean I know I'm a I'm just a, a grounder, you know. <laughs> Sorry to hate. <laughs> hear from here hear from the earth <laughs> But yeah. It's not a big deal.
0: All right. Alright. Well the only other thing I I'm sure there's other things to talk about. Um the building collapsed. I'm yeah, we sure did, we, we did. talked about that already at some point. Um, but uh, actually what I want to talk oh, about is boy. Bill Cosby. I don't know if we he talked about him. He started his own him. pudding company, huh? So.
1: It's called, uh, uh, called yeah, exactly. Roofy no. <laughs> <Rufy> Puddings. <laughs> yeah,
0: Roofie's R.S. or something. Joke, yeah. That's right. That's right. a roofie a roofie collada yeah um yeah so apparently as I'm just reading here it says the Pennsylvania Supreme Court found that an agreement with a previous prosecutor prevented Cosby from being charged in the case and overruled the conviction so supposedly he had an agreement in place that said hey you know like you're immune and they prosecuted him anyway so they said oh they shouldn't have done that and now it also says that uh, this decision prevents him from being tried on the same charges a third time so it's done unless they they come up with other other things when they when they charged him the first time it was a few days before the statute of limitations were gonna run out so unless there's any newer cases you know, if it's all the older stuff, then
1: I mean, I guess seven hundred, probably years, thirty fucked, years old you know? anyway. His career's over. He's gonna die True. in fucking shame. Everything he's created is is sullied. You know, he's one of the few black famous people of the old age before black people were like truly like ex, ex, before black people in the eighties were before black people in the eighties were widely acceptable to the general audience of non-black people. You know, America's dad for white people, black people, Spanish people, whoever, was Bill Cosby, and he's ruined and destroyed all of that. So, any goodwill he created, anything he stood for, anything that was great about what he brought to the table is like, you know? So, I'm not saying that's a punishment in himself. I mean, he should be punished for what he did, but because of a fuck-up, you know, and because of the Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, I know it sounds fucking crazy, I'm not trying to blame victims, but because people either, A, didn't come forward, or B, I don't know, you know, whatever happened, and look, I don't begrudge anybody sitting on this. Some horrible shit happens to you, you're ashamed, you, you know, whatever, I get it, you know, I get it. But, for whatever reasons... This was allowed to linger for a lot, for too long. And here we are today. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it is what it is.
0: So, as, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's just, have you seen what his wife has been, uh,
1: no, what's she saying? Saying
0: or not saying? Oh, she's I mean, standing by, by him 100%, me. man. She's like, no, he's innocent. He's that blah, whatever. Me like you know this is this is all a sham you know so people are not happy with her I mean I don't know what they're not happy <laughs> about with that
1: she's she's his wife what do you expect I met a lot of women who believe a lot of things about a lot of men even when truth is fate in their face
0: what did uh, Harvey Weinstein I don't know what did what Harvey did Weinstein's do? wife
1: do oh well
0: oh she's divorcing I him. I don't know
1: Harvey Weinstein probably isn't a Absolutely. probably was probably is not a good person. Not saying uh, Bill Cosby is either, but I'm just saying he's probably. I, mean, I feel probably like. Not. I feel like.
0: I mean, like he's a good person except for the rape. I feel like Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? <laughs> I feel like, like he's a, a saint. He helps level, children. Like, like what are you, you talking about? Meet you him know?
1: in a I don't need anything from you. You don't need anything from me. Scenario. He's probably a fine person. He's probably a very uh, decent human being. Bill Cosby. You Who's know? this? I think in oh. the 80s and 90s, he did a lot of fucking fucked up, sketchy, illegal-ass things that he deserves to be punished for. But I don't think he's always been a piece of shit. And I think a lot of men have done a lot of sketchy, irredeemable things that they don't know that is... Either A, they know is wrong, or B, they don't know is wrong. And either, maybe now they're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that in the past. You know, not saying Bill Cosby is that. I'm just saying men do all kinds of shit. I feel like just looking at Harvey Weinstein, he looks like a piece of shit. He doesn't look like he's nice. He doesn't look like anybody likes him. He's just a fucking piece of shit. He looks like a fucking pimple ready to be popped. So, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. think you could judge. I don't think you could say his wife should be doing one thing or another based upon what Harvey Weinstein's wife is doing she might she might have other issues with him unrelated to rapes she's married to him, so he's she probably knows he's been cheating on her for years. Bill Cosby maybe he cheated on his wife in the eighties and nineties, but we don't no one no one's saying he did that shit in the last fifteen years you know so or last twenty years even. So we don't right. know what his relationship with his wife is. Maybe she's come to agree with that, uh, come to come to believe that he's repentant and whatever, and she loves him and she's gonna stand by him. You know, who knows, man? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Hmm. But yeah. What's this? Oh boy.
0: Um, I forgot about this. I wanted to mention this. No, what did you? You heard about Richard Donner?
1: Who's Richard he Donner? He died.
0: Uh, he di- he's a famous director. He's directed such movies as Lethal Weapon, uh The Goonies, Scrooged, the original huh. Superman movie from 1978. Um, The Omen, 1976. He's also been producing the Free Willy and the X Men
1: franchises.
0: Free Willy, Willy is great. probably Not something to be proud of, a, but you know, there you a, go. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I Maybe mean, the first one is okay.
1: You don't want to be associated with the other ones. It's like saying, uh, "I worked on, I walked, uh, I worked on Shark Boy and Lava Girl." Like, oh, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> the same. I mean, but free the original mm-hmm. Free Willy delivered
0: right let's see he also did Radio Flyer
1: Radio Flyer is a great movie Toy toy, which I actually love that movie Lady Hawk wow great Um, that's a TV show right yeah or was it a movie no it's great Lady Hawk apparently it's a movie
0: here that's a list of movies
1: Um, I don't think I've ever seen that of course good Secrets of the Crypt House. I never saw that
0: oh he did Conspiracy Theory (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, and he did our favorite movie, Sixteen oh,
1: Blocks. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. Well, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's he dead. It. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. You know what? If you if you listen to this podcast you're like, what are they talking about? What's wrong with Sixteen Blocks? Go watch the movie. Go watch the fucking movie. Okay? <laughs> Go watch the fucking movie treat yourself to one of the worst i don't know impressions you've ever heard <laughs> and it's last it lasts an hour and a half <laughs> like why are you doing that anyway uh, and right before that movie he did evans apparently
0: one of oh evans boy. favorite movies timeline no, no. yeah i think so isn't
1: that what paul walker
0: Paul Walker. Everybody yep. has a shitter, and Gerard Butler's in it.
1: Everybody's worth welcome to a, a couple shitters. Sixteen Blocks is one of the big ones.
0: mm Hmm. That's a yeah, the toy great man. Movie. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I haven't watched that in forever.
1: Yep.
0: Richard Pryor.
1: That's the golden age yeah, of those. Great. Oh, that. Oh, that's yeah. that's Jackie. That's Gleason. the golden age of those movies. Like <laughs> wow, Toy, um, Smokey and the Bandit uh fucking nine to five like all those eighties movies that were filmed in that type of way and they had these it had like a mix of like nineteen fifties actors and nineteen eighties actors in it all together working in the same space Mm -hmm. and you had like you had like Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, uh what's the guy with the curly hair, the white Mm -hmm. guy who was in Gene Wildman, Wilder. Wilder. Gene Wilder, fucking uh, Wilder, the fucking guy yeah. whose hair is perpetually gray, uh, Steve Martin, uh, okay. Martin Short, oh, Steve like Martin, yeah. dude, you, these are some fucking hilarious guys. Dan Aykroyd, like these are some hilarious people all working on these films. Terry Gar, Terry, yeah, Gar man, all of these in a, lot of a those bunch movies. of great yeah. movies that they're all like so good, and you know it just. It, it, I don't know. I guess I because I'm it's rose colored for me because I grew up with that stuff. Channel twenty, I used to watch it shit all the time. Over and over again. Trading places. Mm-hmm. You know? But oh, it's very classic me to me. Very yeah. nostalgic. I just love that period.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Great, great movies. So yeah. So too bad he had to end it on sixteen blocks, but uh <laughs> other than that, um, Yep. Good job, Mr. Donner.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Alright. Well let's move on here to some stranger danger. We actually have a couple in, things to talk uh, four about. Years, yeah. We normally don't have anything. Yeah. So uh this is a little old now. Uh I mean it was like in late June. Um <clears throat> Western Digital. So they have a series of external hard drives called my disk um apparently they were recommending to people that they unplug their mybook live devices from the internet until further notice because there's some kind of vulnerability where hackers are maliciously wiping people's data
1: it's crazy why
0: so people like wake up and they're like what the fuck like <laughs> All their data is, is gone. Insane. Can you imagine? I know. I was like, I first saw this, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Then I was like, "Oh wait, I don't have any of these things." Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, like, good. I think I, I thank god only I only use.
0: My uh... <sighs> God, I only have an overcomplicated. Yeah, I, I have a Western Digital. That I, built I do myself. have a Western
1: Digital like <laughs> USB thing, but it's not plugged in. And I have a... Oh,
0: no, I think as long as it's not... It's not... a Like, these things are things that can that yeah. themselves can connect to the Internet, you know? Like, they usually have an Ethernet jack in the back or something, you know? Like, they're basically little NASes or SANS. That's so crazy. No, not SANS. They're NASes. Um, yeah. And, but I think the problem is they can, like, check in with, with yeah. Western Digital, you know, over the Internet. And so, yeah. They've they fixed it, but, whew, you fucking imagine, you'll wake up and Dude. your fucking data is gone. You're like, what the hell happened? Like, imagine, I mean, hopefully, you know, we're all being whatever, that's your backup, right? <laughs> or you have another backup, but, hmm. All right. And then let's see. You had one over here, James.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Something this is Amazon, Amazon Sidewalk. Uh, if you're not familiar, um, that's just a link to see that article talking about how to dis- how to disconnect it. Ad- Amazon Sidewalk is a it's a shared internet between, and we'll call it a network, a shared network between Ring and Alexa devices, uh, Echo dots, any of their connected devices. And what's going to happen is. In the United States on June 8th, the, the devices will... Amazon Settle will be turned on. It is opt-out. So it's going to happen regardless of whether you ask for it or not. Yeah, it's so already it's happened. It's
0: going to happen as in it's already happened. Yeah. Because it is so now, it is now July happened. 11th. But basically,
1: so. you want to go and turn this off. Uh, well, you don't have to, but basically what's going to happen is the whole idea is if you lose power at your home... Your Ring doorbell or your Amazon Alexa devices can get connected to other Amazon Alexa devices or other Ring devices or other devices in the Amazon Sidewalk Network in your neighborhood for either... for for basic internet service. Not for you, but for them. So your Ring, your doorbell continues to work, your uh, Amazon Alexa continues to do something... I, you know, and I was debating with a guy in my Discord yesterday whether it was going to mean that the audio, like, you could still play music through your Alexa. You know, because that's obviously going to take bandwidth. So, mm-hmm. will that not work? Is it only for asking Alexa questions about what, you know, map inf- destinations, or, like, like what is it, what kind of information will you be able to get? Will you be able to make emergency calls through it? Like, we don't know. So, um... But that's what it's for. It's not so you have internet. It's not an emergency service like that. It's just so those devices can continue to connect and continue to function. It also allows for the the tile tracking devices. It can be used. The sidewalk network also is mm-hmm. a third party approver system for the tile tracking devices. Excuse me, for the tile tracking devices. The problem I think is that, you know, just like the Western Digital Device that you just talked about, Michael. Given enough time, someone's going to find a way in, either through Tile or through the SDK or through the API or through some third-party system that Amazon hasn't predicted or through Amazon itself. So, you know, I don't know. God forbid mm-hmm. someone get that back door and just sit on it, you know, and then they have a way. They can just use that to get into anybody's house and connect to anybody's device. I mean, Ring has already had a complicated prob- issues in the past with people getting into their devices, into their cameras, and looking in and talking to people's kids and shit like that. So... I don't know man it, these devices are sketchy. I don't have an Amazon device thank god, but um I did I never wanted one because I felt like Amazon has the sketchiest. They're like almost like a Facebook when it comes to like these types of devices. Which is like I wouldn't want a Facebook hardware device mm-hmm. in my house either. You know cuz you know like they're going to be like listen to him breathe, let's find out how many beats per minute his heart is and see if we can suggest something to him. Like that's they're very sketchy, you know what I mean? I just don't want to deal with that. So Google's probably not any better, but at least Hmm. they they pretend to be like, yeah, we don't give a shit about that, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's worse. I don't really know. But, yeah, that's that.
0: All right. So if you have an Amazon Echo, you know, one of those Alexa-type devices or a Ring doorbell or whatever, there's a whole list there. Yeah. You should go in and opt out if you want to. Um, Alright, well let's move on to Entertainment. We have a couple things in here. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. So, while before the show we were talking about some Resident Evil stuff, and I came across this. Which apparently is an animated thing that is now released on Netflix. So, Might be interesting to take a look at. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness now available to binge on Netflix. It's set in 2006... It's a four-episode series that bridges the bridges the gap between Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil Five, and it says uh, it illuminates what Leon and Claire get up to during this unexplored chunk of the timeline.
1: I mean, so, exciting stuff. Okay. I don't, I, the Resident Evil, I like. I was we were discussing this earlier, Michael. I like watching Resident Evil playthroughs. I can't really absorb myself too much mm-hmm. into the lore of Resident Evil because it's just like anything that comes out of Japan. And is whenever Japan tries to tell you a story, it's going to be so complicated and so convoluted, your head's going to explode. And you're talking... That's me telling you, someone who watches anime <laughs> regularly. So I, I don't... I mean, I'll probably watch this, but right. it's probably going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably going to be fucking nuts. You're going to be like, wait, what? Like, it's, gonna, it's probably going to a- raise more questions than it answers. As a matter of fact, look that out of sync. <laughs> like, I challenge you to go from Resident Evil 1 to Resident Evil, whatever it is now, and try to assemble a story. You know, it seems like sometimes they're, like, trying to tell a story of, like, this zombie <laughs> shit happening, and other times... You see, like, they redcon shit in to be like, oh, these things are actually attached. When you're like, obviously, when they made this Resident Evil from this one, there was no thought about attachment. It's about different characters who may or may not have existed, and the other ones, it's just like, what's happening? Like, is this a bad guy? This bad guy's a good guy, and da-da-da-da-da-da, da you are like, Ugh. you know, there's no overarching story. You could tell it just like, mm-hmm. like boop, 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 boop. You know, we want to make this one take place in a village. This one's going to take place in a bio. This one's going to take place in a Vegas. This one's going to take a, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, true. <clears throat> uh,
0: Well, if oh, someone yeah, claims, check it sure. out. i like anything, out at
1: some point. Dude, this is going to be animated in that style of... I can't remember the other one that we watched. I think we watched it together uh, many years ago. But it was like... Yeah. Final Fantasy. You Mysterious watch that shit, you're like, thing. is it real? No, 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 no. Is it? No, no, no. Is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> so this is going to be like that, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it.
0: There actually is a Resident yeah. Evil animated like that already. There's a movie. I don't remember what it's called now, but it's yeah. when it came out, like, probably over ten years ago. And I think it takes place in the airport, <laughs> mostly. But, Yeah. So yeah, yeah you're it's right. It'll be in that kind of C- CGI or whatever it is, but that's fine. Um, all right. So tomorrow war. It's funny every time I see that. I'm. I'm. I feel like it is. Isn't yeah, that a book really we read? Is, isn't Maybe, that Jailborn? Yeah. Let's see. Tomorrow war. Tomorrow War, Gosh. Serpent Road, Tomorrow War by J.L. Bourne. Yep, yep. Yeah. So there you go. That's why I'm like, eh, that sounds familiar.
1: It's not his It's not his book. It's not okay. his book, is but it? But that's not no, what we're right. talking about. <laughs> this isn't based on his book, is it? I don't think I read
0: that. Uh, I don't know. Tomorrow War, Tomorrow War number one by J.L. Bourne. A man struggles to survive after the U.S. infrastructure collapses and yeah, martial no, law good, engulfs the streets of America.
1: I don't think I have either. I don't
0: think I've actually read I don't think this I
1: have one. Either. Yeah. Um,
0: this is newer, although it looks it, came though. out 2015. <laughs> yeah. So, but what is this? this tomorrow one war is
1: about, about uh, and what's the guy- Yeah, it's on Amazon. Let me this is on Amazon. Um. Yeah. Kim.com. It's, uh I want to see the what the, guy, the 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 main actor. I can, his of course is extremely popular and I don't remember his name to save my life. Um. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt.
0: J.K. Simmons?
1: Jesus freak. It's not relevant, but Ever, since, yeah, he's a nut. He's apparently insane. Is he? Yeah, he is. He loves. I the didn't movie. know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, there's nothing wrong with that, what? but it's just he's he's he believes so much on the side that it makes him say sketchy things. So there's nothing wrong with being religious. Hmm. Let me not say. Let me say that right now. There's nothing wrong with being religious. Just you know, I think there's religious, and then there's like. Hey, kids! You know, it's like a little little much. Um, And he's right there, you know, which is kind of weird because he's funny and, you know, you kind of expect other things from him. Anyway, so Tomorrow War, Chris Pratt's in it. Um, It's about a guy who... uh, He's an ex-Special Forces guy. He's now... uh, He's retired from the military. He's done combat tours in Iraq or Afghanistan or something. And he's retired from the military. He's got a family, a wife, a daughter... And he's trying to be a research scientist uh, at the Army Research Lab, I think. And he already works there, but he's trying to get a better job. And while they're sitting down, and I'm going to say... To me, I'm always thinking, oh, it's Christmas. You know, the way the movie takes place. I don't know when it is, though, honestly. I don't remember when it is. But whenever Mm -hmm. the movie takes place, everyone's at his house watching a soccer game, of all things. Which is fucking weird. Like, I don't know what community where the whole town is, everyone's packed together in their houses watching a soccer game. It's the busiest suburban neighborhood I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so many cars and so many people there in that neighborhood. It's so weird. And everyone's at his house, a bunch of people are at his mm. house watching this soccer game. And in the middle of the soccer game, a rift opens and people from the future come there and say, we need you to help us fight your, fi- fight, our war. There are aliens and humanity's going to die, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Right. So, here's what I'm going to say about this movie. I'm going gonna, gonna to try not to spoil, but I am going to spoil a little bit. Um, number one, there's causality problems with the time travel aspect of the movie, which someone like me, who's all about, like, at least pretend to be scientifically accurate, can at least pretend to care about what you're doing, it bothers me. And from the military perspective, and I've never served in the military, I don't claim to know everything about the military, but just knowing what I know about people learning new skills and having ever worked at a job where you have to learn a thing and then go implement, do some task that is only semi-complex. I can't imagine a world where people from the past would come to the future people from the future would come to the past and recruit random people to serve in the military with only say seven days notice which is how it works okay Um, Mm -hmm. so initially they take the military and the military gets shit on you know like the survival rates super low like 15% or something crazy like that, like they're getting literally shit on by these aliens and then they get so basically they, they don't try to take civilians straight off, they try to take military from all over the world straight away, and they, that does, and they're running out of people so they start just pulling from the pulling from the populace, and it basically and I, my first upon first watching it, I was like, well, well there's a problem here, because you can't take people from the past and then let them die in the future because everything they were going to do or affect is going to not happen when it's supposed to have happened in the future. So what they're doing is, mm-hmm. and the way the way the author solves that is by when they when they vet a person to say if they're if they're if they can be taken or not, they say okay. They look through his they look through they have a link to the future and they look through this link to look his records and they say okay yeah he dies in seven years. So basically anybody who's not alive in the future. 30 years in the future is okay to take. And that's their only rule. Here's the problem. And the problem should be obvious on me saying that. If you take somebody, if I take Michael right now to the future, and he dies in the future, every single thing he would have impacted from the day I took him on in our first existing timeline, he will not affect. Maybe Michael tripped on a fucking rock, and that rock bounced, hit a guy's car window, shattered his window, killing his wife, and because his wife died, he decided to make the first flying car. You don't fucking know what's going to happen. The whole world is balanced by these butterfly effect type rules. So you can't take a single person from the past and let them go die in the future without knowing what ripple effect impact it'll have this movie ignores that logic completely. It pretends it doesn't exist which that's what I find very problematic. So people are going to the future in droves mm. dying. What if they had a kid? Like people, these are people who could still have kids. What if they have a kid in a couple years? I mean, you know, but they don't show us and you know, I guess we can assume maybe they're looking at that too but it would have taken a second to, for them to say well here's the vetting, here's how we vet you you're not going to have many more kids, you're going to die in the next year Okay, all those people are available. That's still millions of people. All these people are available to take. They don't have any kids. They're not going to have any kids, and they're not going to die. That's fine. But they don't look any of that. it's just the rule is you're not alive in the future. That's it. That's their only rule. So I don't know, you know. And then hmm. there's a you know, and this is a big spoiler. So if you do, if you don't want spoilers for this, then don't listen to this. Uh, Michael, do you care? You don't care, right? I know Michael doesn't give a shit. So I I don't care. Um, there's a whole running side plot about how Chris Pratt hates his father because his father left him after Vietnam. Basically, the father came back from Vietnam with NSJk Simmons, who's amazing in this movie, uh, with PTSD. He comes back with PTSD. He's all fucked up, Mm -hmm. and he's like, he leaves his wife and kids because he's like, I'm going to beat my kid's ass. I'm going to beat my wife's ass. I'm going to be a horrible husband. And he left. He abandons them, right? So Chris Pratt hates his dad. He doesn't know why he hates him. He doesn't know why his father left. He just hates him. He won't let his daughter be involved with the kid. He just hates him. So then Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt goes to, uh, when he goes to the future, he's brought to the future by his daughter, and his daughter, and he—they mm. won't tell him when he leaves why, how he died. So when he meets his daughter, she's in charge of the military there, and she tells him, "You." This is extremely problematic. She tells him, "She's like, you left, you abandoned our family. I, you, we got you and mom got separated when I was when I was 16 or when I was 12, and when I was 14, you got divorced, and when I was 16, on my 16th birthday, you died in a car accident. And she kind of implies that it was suicide, right? But she doesn't, they don't say it, but it's implied. And the thing is, you meet Chris Pratt's character Mm. in the beginning of the movie, and there's nothing about his life that would imply that he's that guy. You know, he's not some troubled, like, fucked-up guy who has all these issues. He's none of those things. So, I'm very confused. And they, they just leave that, they give that to you, and they leave it hanging, and they never explain how it's possible. So, are they in an the alternate Thank future you. or something? You've like... just stated it, okay? So, exactly. Because how would so any here's, of that work? There's two I mean... time travel scenarios here, okay? There's two, tri- there's two rules of time travel, and these are the, the James Broaddus rules of time travel, and I think most people who kind of think about how time travel works agree on this. I go back in the future, I go back to the past, and I call Michael and say, Michael, the show's going to be two, we're not, we're not going to do the show at one, we're going to do the show at three today. And Michael says, okay, we're going to do it at three. I then leave the past, come back to my future, And I'm still sitting here at 1 o'clock... Doing the show at 1 o'clock. Because I changed... I created a a new timeline... That splits like this... Where some other James... Now doesn't do the show at 1... He does it at 3. Or... I come back to the future... Mm -hmm. And... I cannot have ever gone back to the past... Because I changed my past... Basically nulling out everything, and everything's backwards started anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So, that's how I feel about time travel. So, if he goes to the future, and I was trying to figure out how this happened, like, okay, well, I'm trying to rationalize this, you know? I'm like, okay, he goes to the future, he doesn't die, he goes home, he comes back with PTSD from the Tomorrow War, and then he's distanced from his family, and then he becomes that guy. Or something happens in the future that makes him become that guy because at this point they tell you this horrible story about the man who he truly is and you're trying to rationalize that with who they present him to be the thing is Chris Pratt is a great actor he doesn't come off as a piece of shit you know he doesn't come off as some troubled shitty character so how do they resolve what they've Mm -hmm. told what the, the daughter from the future says he is with who he becomes. They never resolve it, and you don't see at the end of the movie, you don't walk away from the movie thinking, it's possible. You don't think it's possible. You know, you don't see a decision point where Hmm. he changes his mind and says, I'm going to change my ways. It's not going to be that way anymore. No, that that never happens. You never get that resolution. It's like they just fed that to you to Hmm. make some conflict between the daughter for some reason. I don't understand why. It's very weird, you know? So... I mean, that's, you know, and there's all this weird cause and effect going on, like, with, like, oh, well, it, it, <laughs> at the end of the movie, or not the end, but, like, when he goes back, so everyone's there for seven days, when he leaves the future, he leaves the future, and the last stronghold of humanity is destroyed in the future, and the humans lose the war in the future, okay? He goes... Mm. She gives him the fucking thing. She gives him the fucking shit. The toxin that they've developed in the future to take back to the past with him. He takes that toxin back to the past, gives it to the U.S. government or whoever, and they make it, and the whole idea is they're going to make it and distribute it so the aliens die when they come to the planet. Okay? Here's the thing. If... That world in the future died,
0: and they would have never made the toxin. Exactly, that means they failed to the people in the past.
1: Okay, so that means that it's two timelines: this timeline of the future and this timeline of the past, and they're going in two different directions. So it's very confusing, honestly, and it's made more confusing by the fact that the people who wrote this don't give a shit about it. The, the time travel thing is like a screwdriver it's a tool in the toolbox to tell a weird story that's all it is they don't care about the time travel aspect at all you know um, mm. so uh, the action mm. aspect the movie's fine do I for it, the movie's free so should you see it absolutely it's free it's on, it's on Amazon Prime I mean if you don't have Amazon Prime I guess it's not free but if you have Amazon Prime just go watch it whatever is it fun to watch? yeah if you're not me a person can't disconnect like their suspension of my, my, the bar the barrier to entry for my suspension of disbelief is extremely high so for me I'm always going to have problems with science movies that fuck, up, fuck it up on basic shit but if you don't care about any of that stuff go watch it it's going to be a fun movie to watch are the action scenes amazing? yes does it look great? yes is the acting good? yes does everyone deliver? yes you know um is the high tech shit high tech enough yes um is it like is a is it so is a so high tech 50 years in the future so crazy that you're like oh shit no it's reasonable you know you're like they still have helicopters they have like better drones but that's really it you know what i mean um so it all makes sense it's all logical you know it feels like besides the time travel shit it feels like this could be a thing that could happen in a movie it's cool i mean it's well done it looks good it's a fun, it's fun to watch. The fight scenes are amazing. J.K. Rollins, J.K. Simmons is amazing. He fucking goes absolutely ham at the end of the movie. You know, you think he's going to be a bit player, and he goes fucking balls deep. They go and fuck these aliens the fuck up, and it's great. You know? 100% worth your time to watch. So, yeah. I'm not mad at it. If you want to go see it, go watch it. It's a good movie. It's just not. It's just not a good science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. It's not good from the aspect of time travel and shit like that. It doesn't make sense. You know, you could tell. Like I said, the, the writers, the time travel is a tool. It's not. Uh, it's not the showcase. No one cares about it in the movie. It's just a thing that happens, basically. It's a delivery meth- method. You know.
0: Yep. All right. Well. Let's, do, uh, let's okay. do the next one. Let's show <laughs> this is a fun here. one.
1: Okay. <sighs> Alright. So what we have here is a internet mystery. Okay. Have, have, Michael, have you heard of Rainbot? Okay. Rainbot is this no. woman from the internet. She's been on YouTube for a very long time. And she covers internet mysteries. She covers mysteries in general. Mysteries, uh, cultural, weird cultural phenomenon, uh, unexplained stories, that kind of stuff. She does it in a really creepy way, Um, and she covers all kinds Mm. of things like that. So, I did not see this on her, but I followed up, and I found she did a video on it. But there's, the reason I found out about this is because a a guy who does movie reviews, that I enjoy his movie reviews, uh, named Chris Stuckman... He, and he, if you want to see great movie reviews, he's a great person. He's not toxic. He's not a fanboy. He just gives you good straightforward movie views. Chris Stuckman um, on YouTube. But if you watch his movie reviews, he's always wanted to direct movies. And now he's directing a movie for the first time called Shelby Oaks. And the Shelby Oaks movie is about an internet mystery, a long-standing internet mystery called The Paranormal Paranoids. And they, in the early days of YouTube, like, back in the old JavaScript, like, (laughs) days of YouTube, when YouTube looked all funky, they used to go around to, like, these mystery sites and videotape, you know, like, just like ghost uh, haunted house, the haunted house people, the paranormal investigators. That's what they were, basically. And they used to do that. So, at some point, when they went to Shelby Oaks, Ohio, to investigate a site, they disappeared. I had never heard of it um, up until this time, up until he talked about it. But um, when I Googled it, well, I had never heard about it. So um, I thought, oh, this is kind of interesting. And I thought, you know, people go inactive on YouTube all the time. it's They're just inactive or whatever like that. And he was like, well, he was talking about in his sh- in his video when he's talking about how he's gonna be a director and how he's directing this story. He's like, it's a still an ongoing case. They're still being in- it's still being investigated. People are actively searching for them now, you know. So I googled it, and of course, when I googled it, my spidey senses start to tingle, right? Because you know I'm an old fool, old school, old mm. school old fool. You know what I mean, like suspicion is like my number one stock in trade, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm the original paranoid, par- paranoid, okay? So I'm like, so I, when I Google it, the first thing that comes up is a bunch of articles about Chris Stuckman directing a movie. And I was like, okay, he got a lot of press on it. The next thing that comes up is a Twitter account by a woman named Jess is Searching. And Jess is Searching is looking for, She's she's looking for information on the paranoid paranoid on this this group of people these these four people who disappeared you know and she's active on twitter now mm-hmm. and so she has a long twitter like pages and pages of tweets about like oh i found this information i found that information i found this information I found that information okay so let me see which which one it is yeah okay so click on click on the f- on the link michael says two Click on that link. Oh. Okay. And that should take you to, like, a publish.twitter.com page. You see that? Okay. So the first... Do. Twitter, and look, all of you guys who are listening to me talk about this, just go to our show notes. They're going to be available, as they always are, every week. Go to the show notes... And click on the show notes and challenge yourself to do this. Okay, you're going to develop the same information I did and get the same place I got, but I want you to just treat yourself to this. It's very, it's extremely interesting. So I'm looking at the pictures. You know, I click on the first picture from this guy. This, this, you don't have to click on it, Michael. But it's like a, a "Have you seen us?" picture, and it's uh, of the four people from Shell. These four, this four, these four people, right? Then there's another picture uh, on this wooden shack that you can't really see, but it's on this wooden shack in Shelby Oaks, Ohio. So if you scroll down, there's one that says, in case you need the photos with more quality, here it is. This was my first thing that gave me pause, okay? If you click on the first image, and I think this one you kind of have to click on it, Michael. Click on that first image. It's going to open another Twitter page, but just wait for it to open up. And click on that first image of the girl with blonde hair. Okay. You see that? Okay. Mm-hmm. The picture looks like obviously like fuzzy or something, but it almost looks really sharp to me. And you gotta remember this is this is a picture taken in the late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. The next picture, uh pick up the picture of the guy to the right. Yeah. Aren't they all supposed to be from that poster? You see the picture of the guy from the right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it looks really weird. You know
1: what's wrong with it? No. It's inverted. So first of I all, you know see what? the guy has one long, crazy eyelash. And you see, you see how on a, on his yeah. eyebrow, yeah, you eyebrow. see his hoodie has yeah. hair on it. On the right side of his left side of his hoodie, there's like strands of blonde hair. Do you see that? Uh, yeah, and you see how oh, yeah, everything yeah, looks yeah. kind of okay. washed out and kind of funky looking. Okay, let click on the next arrow yeah. next to it and just go to the one of the black girl next to it. Next to it, yeah, Where's blonde, hair blonde hair again. That's because she's standing next blonde to the blonde girl. That's fine. Look at her hair, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you see how her hair looks? And look at her glasses. Yeah. Look at the rim of her left glass glasses.
0: Yeah. Why is one different okay. than the
1: other one? Uh, there's all kinds of problems with this picture. Look at the next picture. Same thing. All kinds of problems with the picture. Okay? Weird hair color. Is it gray? Is it brown? Is it blonde? Very washed out. Really strange looking. And at first I thought when I saw this, I said, oh, maybe this is in like some weird enhancement process or something that I don't know about. No, it's not. What this is, is you have one real face of a real person, the blonde girl, okay? And then you have three AI-generated faces, okay? So this, the guy with the hoodie, that's a clearly 100% a face from like fakefaces.com, like one of those sites that where an AI just generates faces all day. That's what this is. It has the same mm. kind of artifacts that, like, or, like, those, big, those pictures of, like, is this a cat? Like, where the AI tries to make cats. It has that same artifacting, you know, where mm. the weirdness, there's, like, strange weirdness going on. It has the same shit going on on it. The picture of the black girl, same way. The hair, the way her hair looks, if a black woman left the house with her hair looking like that, she'd probably kill herself. Okay, number one, her hair looks insane. Number two, her glasses are fucking crazy. Her glasses are so weird, it doesn't even make any sense. You know? No one has glasses like that. No one has her glasses. Eyes, like that. We, her eyes, her eyes look fucking strange. Her lip, it's like she has two types of lips put together. Or she's doing some weird smirk thing. It's very strange. Okay? The same thing with the last guy. So what they're doing is this whole thing, I realized and I did a little more research and I found out the whole thing is fake. Okay? What they what they did was right. they <laughs> they They got, they're trying to create another Blair Witch. Okay. And I, dude, I was like, when I figured it out, I was like, oh my God, you know, this is crazy. And the thing is they backstop, you know, backstopping is right. Backstopping is what spies do. If you want to, they insert you into a fucking thing. They give you a backstop story, you know, oh yeah, my name's Gerald and I went to college here and here's my college degree. They give you a backstop to a, so basically people do their research they're going to f- they're going to come to a d- hard dead end mm. that shows fact of that you existed same thing here they've create this backstop before the movie's even out before the movie's even created they have this girl tweeting and they have uh. Fake facts yeah, exist, fake, fake they have like articles there. about them searching, about, about this girl, this girl is probably, <clears throat> this girl Jess is searching is probably going to be a main feature of the movie, then Rainbot created a whole thing, and Rainbot has huge internet chops for like creepy internet stories, so she created a whole, an hour long video on this whole thing about the real mystery behind these people. Then they had a bunch of other YouTubers get involved and in shit like that. Dude, it's this big-ass fucking scam. And I just found the whole thing so interesting and so weird, you know, that I just wanted to talk about it. But, yeah, it, uh, treat right. yourself if you're interested in this type of weird shit and the kind of this kind of s- shit that people are up to. You know, I left a lot of the links here, but if you just do basic research. And also, I went so far as to do the Wayback Machine to see if Parano- Paranoid paranoid. Paranoid Paranormals Paranormal Paranoids existed It didn't exist on YouTube Um, In the time period it said It was supposed to exist In the old YouTube So Really interesting stuff man Really really interesting stuff What's that?
0: You know what this reminds me of A little bit I mean it's Yeah they're doing like a Blair Witch thing But all this fake stuff um, It reminds me of a movie Called The Game
1: yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know about that game, that movie. Gerard Butler?
0: It's with, um...
1: Oh, I'm thinking a gamer, never mind.
0: The gerbil guy. Not, <laughs> not sorry, not the gerbil I I guy. I wouldn't know the gerbil um,
1: guy if you paid me, so it's fine.
0: M- it's a guy the guy from Disclosure. Is. Michael... Chuckles. Boy. Not the commission. The game. The game. Sean Penn's in it. 1997, oh, that, Michael Douglas. Old.
1: I don't remember that. Sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. Oh it
0: my up. god. Well, you definitely need to check that out. Yeah, right here. I sent the link to our video chat. The game.
1: What are you eating, pickles? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Tiny ones. I just totally guessed that. You know we're Uh recording a podcast right now, right? (laughs) Look at it. Evan's away. the cat will play, man. Look at him. (laughs) There you go. Drink that. I'm going to do you one better. Check this out. You got any vodka for that? (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Oh boy. <laughs> Look at it. Living free folks. This is what it's about. Ah. <laughs> Alright, I'll have to check this mm-hmm. movie out. This actually looks familiar to me, but I don't remember it. Players Wanted. Yeah, I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy huh. movie actually. Huh. But, yeah, this whole thing you found is uh, pretty crazy, the Shelby Oaks thing. So that'll be interesting to uh, to look at when that comes out.
1: Huh, you know what's weird? I just clicked on the trailer for the game, mm-hmm. and the... I mean, mm-hmm. this is, like, unrelated, but the the picture, the video from the beginning of it is a father and son standing together, I guess it's supposed to be Michael Douglas' character's father in the past that's the same video they use in the beginning of uh, it's the same no 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 War. Hard. Um, uh, it's a show on 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 HBO that I really like about the family who runs the Fox News type company and it's uh, they use the same video as they in their opening it's just weird it's just a weird coincidence It's all it's obviously stock footage and I never uh, I didn't know that but it's just kind of random that it's in this vid- in this trailer for the for the game. Um, okay. So, uh, what else do we have here? Okay, this
0: is just a reminder, really, for you and me. Ooh. Tuesday. Relentless comes out a Joe Ledger and Rogue Team Dude, International insane. novel.
1: Dude, this is a July great 13th. time to be alive. So I just got a. There's, a, there's, there's three books that <laughs> I'm really waiting. That I'm really excited about. Um, two, you're not going to give a shit about, but I'm going to just call them out here. Uh, it's called. Uh, what's it called here? I have three credits all of a sudden. Why have three credits? Let me just see what it's called here. Courts um, and Cabals, one and two. So. I pre-ordered Quartz and Global Balls 2, and it just came out yesterday, and I've been going deep on it. I have six hours. out of 13 hours left. I've been going deep on it since yesterday. It's a, it's a great book. It's a great book. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, the Joe lit Relentless. So I'm going to have this one finished, and then I'll be able to jump right into Relentless, and I'm excited. <coughs> I'm fucking ready. I'm absolutely ready. Also, mm-hmm. I'll call this out to you if anyone's interested. Yeah. If you like superhero books and you have Audible... I just... They're free right now. I think they're free for everybody. I'm not sure. I believe they're free right now. But they're called... uh, The book series is called... uh, Raptors Book 1. It's called Sidekick. And Book 1 through 4 is all free. You can go get them. So I listened to Book 1, Book 2, and I listened to one more, Book 3. It's not showing Book 3 up here, but I listened to Book 3 also. They're Mm. all great. All the Raptors books are really, really good. I've been enjoying the fucking stuffing out of them. Um, And they're free books. It's just your usual superhero action adventure. It's honestly probably meant for like a teenager, you know, like a 16 to like 25 year old or something like that, because it's about a sidekick becoming a hero. Um, But it's really good. It's just fun. It's a fun little read about an alternate world where they, you know, you have the allegories of Batman, Superman, all this kind of stuff. Um, it's cool. It's a fun, fun read, mm. and it's free on Audible. Yeah. Well, I got Notes the Platinum Plan or whatever, so it might be just for me. I don't know, but it says available to Audible, whatever. Raptors Book what, One. What's it called? Sidekick, semicolon Raptors Book One by Jamie Castle and CJ Vallon.
0: to buy the it can can't have it all <laughs> That's right Dude, I have like my it says I have silver silver well, they, monthly They I don't even think that's right cuz I think I I get, I get every other plans. So I get a credit
1: because I looked and mine was downgraded. Mine had been downgraded. I don't know what happened. But my plan had been downgraded.
0: Oh Well, I mean, I had downgraded mine gangster style, like, a while ago. So, I don't know if, uh... I don't know what it is now, but... One one monthly credit every other month. That's what I have. Yeah. Alright. Um, okay. So, uh, something else I just wanted to mention before we move off of Relentless. So, that's a Joe Ledger book, right? So... I don't know if you remember one of the books, or a couple of the books. Yeah. Maybe they go see Mm -hmm. Nicodemus in prison? No. Do you remember the name of the prison? It's the State Correctional Institute in Gratterford. Yeah. Okay, which is in Pennsylvania. So, because I'm a psycho and I'm going down the rabbit hole on Wikipedia a lot, I was reading Mm -hmm. about the Bill Cosby stuff. Yeah. Yeah like a couple weeks ago and he was at the state correctional institute phoenix which is in Skippick Township Montgomery County okay. Pennsylvania uh-huh that newly that was newly mm-hmm. uh opened 2 years ago this prison oh, and it replaced Graterford okay, okay. Bradford closed, and this one opened in its place. Yeah, And I was like, oh, Bradford's yeah, a real the place. Joe, so uh, of course name? Like, <laughs>
1: uh, uh He's good about having putting real places in his books. They're almost always... Uh, I, I, that's mm-hmm. one thing I love about his books. I, I would normally listen to his books and be sitting there Googling constantly. Like this location, that location, to see visually <laughs> where it was. I feel like he just walks around Baltimore and looks, and he says, oh, this is a spot right here. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, I feel like he goes to those places. <laughs> I guarantee you almost all the places he mentions in his books, like a truck stop or shit like that, those are places are fucking real. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Well he mentions um a restaurant that I've that? been to in Washington DC. Where the where Congress people go sometimes. It's uh Oh
1: okay, yeah, Tortilla yeah.
0: Coast. Yeah, like Aunt Aunt Sally goes down to DC in one of the books, like she's like I'm going to see what's going on. And she yeah, meets that, one of the congress people at Tortilla Coast. That's the like, episode Tortilla when Coast. She gets, I was like, uh, Ah, look, I've
1: been there the when she gets uh, the explosion. Uh, oh, okay, okay uh, she's
0: yeah, walking yeah, around with okay. a cane and stuff. And then <laughs> Which, and yeah, then yeah, she like collapses or something in they to bring her to the hospital. Yeah.
1: And, um I think I yeah. vaguely remember that
0: I think that's deep, deep silence. I think that's the book because you know that's the one where it, it goes. Yeah, there's exactly. like an earthquake in DC, and then people are going crazy. That's They're right. like, "I can't that's hear right. my own thoughts."
1: That's ah! right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> like... Deep silence is crazy, and I, I'm excited about this because, dude, this look, this guy, he knows how to write a story that you're like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> like, like, like if, if if Michael had just said to you." Oh, yeah, Deep Silence is the one about an earthquake machine and the earth is shaking and whatever. You're like, okay, uh, some whatever, pseudoscience, whatever, bullshit. And there's like, but then people are like, I can't hear my own thoughts. You're like, oh, shit, wait a second, there's an escalation here. What's happening now? You know, and all of his books are like that. You know, it's like deeply, it's almost disturbing. Mm -hmm. It almost like violates that your inner space as a human being, it makes you be like, Oh no, not that, you know, that's every time, you know what I mean? Michael, like every time you listen (laughs) to his books, you're like, he touches that part of you that you're like, Oh, the sacred space. You know what I mean? Like you feel, a look, you feel like if, Mm -hmm. if what was happening in the book was to happen in real life, it would be a violation, a personal violation. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I know what you're saying yep exactly Um, alright last but not least I just wanted to mention this because I just finished it the other day Uh, this came out a little over a week ago now almost two weeks it's called Mm -hmm. I think it's pronounced Herathe I don't know Um, it's Zombie Fallout book 16 the final entry in the Zombie Fallout series so this is by Mark Tufo and it was good but it wasn't like to me it wasn't like awesome you know but of course I'm disappointed that it's over you know I'm like ah oh, no more books in the series but I guess he either he got tired of it or maybe the drop is off you know maybe no one's buying these I mean I doubt he's anymore. done I don't know I mean, he's still going to be writing books. He has other books going on. I mean, know, I just doubt he's done with the Zombie, the zombie Fallout, Fallout
1: series. series. It wouldn't surprise me if he does something. That's fun. what he said. Or he's... I mean, he's still going to make... And, 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 you know... Here...
0: He ended Indian really? Hill. He ended Lycan Fallout. So is he done with the character? Uh-huh. And... I was going to say, probably like... not.
1: The character... yeah the
0: character is basically him a fictional a very fictionalized version of well, I don't of know him.
1: you know it's funny I see that whenever I see the the uh, so. the thing the cover art of these books <laughs> and you see like like this one right here right uh, it has a guy like he's holding an m4 and he's like this and he's got his glasses on and his buzz cut or whatever he's wearing all black and yeah, I'm looking at this I'm like dude that's not what the main character of this book looks like in my brain I just whenever I think of that guy I'm like oh it's Hank Hill you know, I don't know why, but I always picture him as Hank Hill, you know? I don't know why. He doesn't look like some cool badass. Oh, he looks like just a regular funny. guy, you know?
0: Well, he's supposedly a a in-shape guy who used to be a Marine. I guess, you know? yeah. So... And now, of course, he's. I no. mean, you, I don't know. You haven't really kept up with the books. He's, oh, he's, you know, okay. enhanced okay. He's got now. Abilities. So. He does, although he doesn't. It's funny in the later books, he doesn't really use them too much, mm. except he has accelerated healing, which uh, does does come in handy. But uh, yeah, man, I was I was sad to hear that this was the last episode. So. Or last, yeah, last entry in the zombie Fallout series. But if you guys haven't checked that out yet, if you like zombie books, I know, I know they were popular for a long time, and maybe they're not as popular now. I don't know, but uh, check it out, or check out any of his other books. Like, I'm actually re-listening to the first Lycan Fallout book right now. Enjoy
1: these. There, there, there's a good amount. I Mm -hmm. think you know. I don't think uh, there's like people like vampires and people like werewolves. I don't think people like zombies. I think people like what zombies represent, which is like survival and apocalypse and all that kind of stuff. So, I think that's why these books are really interesting and right. I did enjoy the Mark Tufo books. He's a great uh, he's a great writer and it's kind of sad to see even though I did not necessarily continue, want to continue listening to these. Um it kind of sucks that they would not be around a- anymore. But I do agree with the fact that books, even if you like a series a lot, they need to come to an end. A book series shouldn't go on forever, ever. You know what I mean? Maybe change, bring new characters in, or change the scenery, or, you know, do like a Lycan. Like, like, he's did fault. he did Indian Hill. Like it's, maybe it's time to do something different with that same character you know which he can do right he can do that you know cause I like the character the character's fun but you know I feel like to me you can only and obviously all the books are different right I'm sure so but we'll see I'm sure he's, gonna, yeah. he's gonna keep that character people love that character so keep your eyes open and Mark Tufo's a great I- writer anything he writes is gonna be fucking gold so yeah
0: mhm all righty. Will yeah, yeah. So relentless, does. James Tuesday. No, not yet. Did you not already yet. did you already pre-order it? Not yet. Oh, okay. You know, it's funny. I I actually pre-ordered that a while ago, and I thought I had pre-ordered the Mark Tufo book, and apparently I hadn't. So I wake up on whenever it came out, and I was like, "Why is it in my library?" And I go look, and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't yeah, buy it." What uh, the hell? I will probably
1: just pre-order that. God today, damn it! Cause I have the I have the credits sitting around now. So I was I meant to wait for the credits, and I didn't. I didn't. I forgot about mm-hmm. them. So. And now I've been like in that app listening to this other thing, Quartz and Cabals too. So exciting stuff!
0: Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's move on to uh, game theory here. Star yep. Citizen update.
1: Three so Is that three point one four? Exactly that. Um,
0: Look at that, James! I know. I know something
1: <laughs> about, about Star Citizen. That you do. <laughs> So I'm gonna post here, and I'm just gonna just give you a quick rundown. I'm gonna post this video here for you guys to take a look at when you get a chance. I definitely challenge anybody to go and watch this video. This is a video by a Morphologist. He's an architect who does a video series. It's gonna open at the right place. I think it is. Yeah. Opens at the beginning. Okay. So he does a video series called Architect Reviews, and basically he goes through the architecture of Star Citizen. And he's obviously a Star Citizen content creator, but one of the things he particularly does is architecture. And <clears throat> he rates it unflappingly like good or bad, you know? And he shows the problems, like this is why this is bad, this is why this is ill-designed, this is why this is good, blah, blah, blah. And he talks a lot of architecture terms. He's like, He's like, see here... The program takes you from in and out of... You know, he's like his voice is super soothing. He's really interesting if you're interested in that kind of shit. Especially in video game design and form and function design. Uh, and it makes you think about things you see in your real life. About like, oh, well, this doesn't make sense because people have to go this way. And why would they need to duck down before they go? You know what I mean? It's that type of shit. So, he does a mm-hmm. review of 3.14. Which includes... The final landing zone in the main star system that stu- that 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 the uh, Star Citizen takes place in right now, called Stanton, and the final planet is called Crusader, named after the company who owns it, Crusader Industries. Mm. It's a gas giant, and it's the most technically complex planet because it doesn't have an actual surface. It is a gas giant where all of the all of the infrastructure hovers. Um, 60,000 feet, meters, I don't know, feet above the surface are probably the core of the planet. So, the Mm. whole thing is gas and clouds and atmosphere, and that's all the planet is. There's no land. Um, everything is moving, and there's all this crazy shit going on in there, and it's beautiful. I mean, it looks beautiful. So he does a review of it, and he just talks about how it's amazing, and it's probably one of the most pivotal places in gaming today. You know, like when you. And he talks about how when you're there, when you go to Orison for the first time in the game, you're going to get that same experience you got the first time you saw something amazing in a video game as a kid and you were like wow he's like you're going to get that experience he's like and he's talking about he's like as an adult he recaptured that wow moment that he got like in like RuneCraft or some some fucking game from like the early 2000s like his first video game you know and honestly Star Citizen always does that for me mm-hmm. right it's a beautiful game it's designed to be beautiful so you go into it and you're like ah oh. it's made to be stared at and so it, i'm excited i it's in PTU right now you cannot. It's in first stage PTU. We got a couple of weeks before right. you can get it in first out to, to the public to be regular. Um, so what, is, what does PTU universe. mean again? So basically.
0: Mm-hmm. And can anyone they get have in there? Or so have to stage one is
1: concierge. People who paid a lot of money for the game. People who put donate a lot of money to the game. And then stage. Oh, okay. And it's like people who test the game. Like uh, they do a lot of testing and. Submit a lot of bug reports. They're invited. And then the stage 2 is a few more people. Stage 3 is a few more people. And then stage 4 will be like everybody. And then after stage 4, they'll say, okay, this is ready for release to the general public. And it will go to the PU, the Persistent Universe. And then everyone will have access to it. And that will be mm-hmm. the live build of the game. Right now, the live build of the game is three
0: 3.13. So right now... So, if you had access to it, if it's not released to the general public, do you, like, connect to a different yeah. set of servers? Yeah, or? you connect to a... Oh, okay. So, it's like, it's like, it it's rhymes me exactly of the second life, and they used to have the exactly test grid. At
1: the, at the launcher, you select whether you oh, want the PTU okay. or the PU. And then you download, either download the update content, ah. or you already have it, and you go to that, you go to those servers. So... Same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, just got treat it. yourself. Go watch the update, the video I have here. Um, it's seven minutes long. It's a great video. Um, watch it in four K because they know how to film. He knows how to film. It's really good. Yeah, it's oh really good. Boy, um, treat yourself. It's Morphologist <laughs> is the one person who produces content that works on my widescreen monitor. So I love watching it. Um, <laughs> it's really nice to watch. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. Nice. Oh, well, I will say cool. this. So... <laughs> there's a okay. lot more in 4.14. Orison is the most... The biggest and most beautiful thing. But there's... Yeah, mm-hmm. the planet. Yeah, but... That's not uh, that planet? Uh, yeah. They add missile operator mode, which is the beginning of people in your ship's ability to help you do things as far as flying your ship. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, your crew, crew... So you can have ca- your crew? Mm, so you no. You can't do that right now? So, missile operator mode will allow your crew to actually fire yeah. and control missiles. Um, and they also did right. a lot of things to the UI to make it better. They did a lot of adjustments to the way the game looks. There's a lot of adjustments to, like, the way AI behaves. There's a lot of things that have changed. And these next three patches, so 14, 15, and 16, are the beginning of the end of the mm-hmm. alpha period of Star Citizen. After this they'll hmm. be in a place where they're like they're going to have if if things go as planned, which they never do, but if they go as planned, by the end of this year we'll probably be in a place <laughs> where every occupation will be in the game, all the mechanics will be working and everything will be basically done. The only thing left to do will be to build Future star systems and and clank them onto this one clank 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 clank, so we'll see what happens. That. And when's the? When did twenty twelve start?
0: Yeah, it's not, and even after this year, won't we'll be done. So hope. No, no, I know. Yeah, so it'll
1: then be in beta, yeah. maybe <laughs> for another ten years. <laughs> 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 right, exactly. <That's>... Oh man. <laughs>
0: well, I hopefully not. Hopefully they shorten it to 5 I mean, five my hope is that I don't they know. finish yeah.
1: that they that they get to this. It's going to be running on
0: your Samsung yeah, no, Note 9 phone, by then yeah. or whatever Or in your brain. Your Note 20.
1: <laughs> I got Citizen in here. Um <laughs> my hope is they have a they they purchased a part of a Canadian company who's been working on the other solar hey, system, hey. or other star systems. So the thought process is oh, okay. that these guys are creating the other systems using all the.
0: Were they creating it? No, before, before they, they got, got bought, what?
1: they were they they were like, they did all the web integration for Star Citizen. So they've been working with Star Citizen since the very beginning. Um, yeah, they're a mm. contractor, but now so they bought been, like a portion of yeah. them. They have like some kind of mutual agreement. Like their their CEO mm. owns a piece of Star Citizen, they Star Citizen owns a piece of them. So they basically uh, are building the star systems, and the fear theor- what's what we think is going to happen is they're building the star systems, and what's going to happen is they're going to bolt on the complete star systems, and then the Star Citizen people team will be able to go in and wire up all the missions and shit for those star systems, and this is all being done using the tech that they developed within the Stanton system which is where they're working right now so the Stanton system is like their test bed and their tech demo it's like, they basically within this system they design the ability for players to receive missions mission givers to give player missions um, enemies to spawn, pirates to do their work uh, uh, police to do their work the star systems to operate, uh, the stars to move and rotate, like everything, weather patterns, gas clouds, asteroid mining, salvaging, piracy—everything has been designed within this system. And so the thing is, they're going to build, take that empty system that these guys in Canada are building, and then bolt in all the new, all the parts from the from the new one, and then make minor tweaks to say change it for this, that, and the other thing. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. We shall see.
0: Nice, Star Citizen. Does it support no. any uh, VR headset kind of thing? No, it doesn't. Rumor has what? it
1: VR was VR's is part of what? the in game, but they they basically said that they they experimented with VR early on, and they said we want to do VR, but it's gonna be it's not part of what we want to do right now. So, sucks, but hmm.
0: yeah. No, they're gonna need to put that in there. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Well, what do we have next here? Seven yeah, Days Yeah, so this is my new addiction die.
1: right now. Um, we've been playing Seven Days to Die. It's a server-based game. Yeah, since 2013, 2014. Has that been out for a while now? Um, Basically, it's a game where you're a survivor. You wake up in the world and just nothing but your boxer shorts. You have to go find stuff, farm, build a little base. And every night... At 2200 hours, you get attacked by zombies. Actually, you get attacked by zombies all throughout the day and night. But at night, they're faster and more aggressive. And then every seven days, a horde attacks you. So you have a blood moon. And during the blood moon, Mm. they just attack you nonstop. And honestly, I'll be honest with you. The blood moon's crazy to watch. You know, it's crazy to watch. Every time I get to do a blood moon, Michael, I want to call you and be like, Hey, you got to come watch this. Because it's fucking nuts. Like, dude, the zombies are like, Mah! like, they're just running in, <laughs> okay. and, and, you know, we're like, uh, our, we look down at them from our base, and we're shooting at them and shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's nuts. It's like the closest thing to a zombie experience you could possibly get. It's really cool. It's really well done. Um, yeah, it's a fun game. Seven days a <clears> die. I think it's 20 bucks, so. Well,
0: if I'm able to uh, watch somehow, then... Uh... Let yeah, me know, I maybe will. I'll watch. I next will next time, you guys time we get one. I'll we
1: stream. Let me do it in Discord, so I'll I'll contact you next time we're streaming. So you can jump in and take a look at the blood okay. <laughs> Cool. Oh boy.
0: Anything else you wanted no, to no, mention no, about no, no, Seven Days no. to Die That's okay. So I actually have a couple things in here just because I saw them recently and they looked interesting to me. Uh, Dead by Daylight has now um, a Resident Evil they call it a new chapter Um, it includes a a new killer Nemesis which if you've ever watched the Resident Evil movies that's from the second Resident Evil movie it's the big guy that walks around with a crazy like machine gun Gatling gun thing Um, and then it says the also adds two survivors Leon S. Kennedy well, I'll be honest I don't remember who that is. Um yep. and Jill Valentine. We yeah, Leon Kennedy
1: is. for what I guess he's not I guess they couldn't find a hot <laughs> enough dude to play him, but he's he's not in the movies. But uh he's he's the guy you play with in the beginning mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah, the raccoon police department uh oh, police okay. officer guy who walks from the house and shit like that. He's the main character of the first uh first one too. The, the movies, uh, I would say the movies don't do any of that no. shit justice. The fucking, the, the games are where it's at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Resident
0: Evil started as a game, right?
1: Movies are good. Yeah. They're just on their own, doing their own and thing.
0: And it became its a own... Yeah. Right, right. So that's interesting. And then I didn't put a link in here or anything, but we were talking about it before the show. Uh, James actually sent me a pretty cool video. Of uh, Resident Evil Village. So, this is the newest Resident Evil video game to come out. Came out maybe a month or two ago. And it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Uh, I only knew about it because I saw these memes online. Um, with, uh, what's, butch, the, right? what's
1: the woman's name? Lady Dim- Dimmescu Lady, Lady it's a something? Romanian name. Dimamescu, something like that. It's spelled with like too many, too many fucking consonants in it. Um and valves in weird places. Uh Valves. Valves in weird places. Um but yeah. Valves, I like that. I mean I watched the playthrough of it. It looks like a fun ass game. I don't like horror games and I don't like playing Resident Evil games. I enjoy people watching people play them. Because their stories are great, great storytelling in his games, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Hmm. Well all right. So I might, I actually might have to purchase that and <laughs> never play it. Um, <laughs> we'll see, and maybe the Dead by Daylight too. Dead by Daylight, uh,
1: I get that Resident Evil pack or whatever you need, or maybe they just release I it. I think don't you know have to buy works, anything. But... I think, I mean, I think, I think if you once you have the game from, from Dead by Daylight, those other characters either, either there's an in-game store or you can buy them with points from playing or. Maybe uh, maybe it's points, or maybe it's like an in-game store. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask my buddy who plays, but um, he has all the characters. He has all the fucking bad guys. I can only assume it's like Apex Legends, where mm. you you have in you have either in-game points or you have to buy it with cash. They have a cash shop where you can buy the carrot, the players. I'm not sure. It's interesting,
0: right? Hmm. All right, cool. Well, uh, doesn't look like we have anything in product review or yum update. Anything you want to mention in mm. either of those, James? I'm trying to think. Eat anything? Any, anything good this, this week?
1: I recently discovered a love for these. Uh, I'm a Crystal Light boy all the way. I drink Uh-oh. a lot of Crystal Light, and I got a like a like a samplers pack here. Can't see it because of the light, but it's like Crystal Lights, like a variety pack. Uh huh. And in the variety packs I got lemonade, cherry pomegranate, yeah. raspberry lemonade, and then wild strawberry with caffeine, which I could just like go fuck off. And then I got this one, which is citrus. It's like just generic citrus. You can't see it because of the light again, but still good. But this is the one I discovered in that pack that I love, and I immediately bought eight, eight or nine boxes of it, which contain eight or nine boxes that contain four of these each, and this is. Cherry pomegranate. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Mm. I've been drinking this... I've been drinking this like it's going out of style. Cherry pomegranate, huh? No pickle flavored? No pickle flavored. flavored. So, yeah, that's that's probably my yum update for now. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, let's skip on down to the extra section, so... I, uh, put something in here. I discovered these videos kind of by accident this, this past week. Um, found a few chiropractor videos. So I found, uh, Dr. Bo Hightower. I didn't put a link in here, but this one guy. And he's, like, busy, like, with, like, almost, it looks like chisels and shit with people. Um, but then also this guy, Joe Cipriano. He's, a uh, he's down in, uh, South Carolina, <laughs> and he does, he does basically the same thing with almost every patient, like the same like sequence of like, all right, we're going to crack this, then we're going to crack that, then we're going to do this, do that, and dude, all his videos are like extremely loud cracks, you eu- euphoric first time cracking, you know, this and that, and dude, like half of these videos are just yeah. with like hot chicks, <laughs> and he's like yeah. cracking, you know, <laughs> like, and it's like, and once like college girl gets cracked, you know, or like whatever, it's like, okay. like, like It's like all this kind of shit. But, uh, I mean, it's legit, honestly. I mean, I think it's legit. It looks legit. Like, he's cracking the shit out of these people. And, I mean, does it re- provide any long term kind I'll of bet thing? You. I don't know, maybe. Ah, <laughs> maybe.
1: I, I kind of, my, my logic is, I'm glad you said that. My logic behind this is, because I've been seeing the cracking shit now lately, too. I think it's more along the lines of, like, you once you get this, you're going to be like, that's great. I need this once a week. You know <laughs> you know what I mean? It becomes like a drug of getting your shit cracked. Right. You know what I mean? This guy's found the magic formula. He's got a hot chick, and he's cracked, and he's got them fucking bent over the tables like, <laughs> doing all this shit to them. You know? He's got... The...
0: Yep. I mean, he he's there's videos with dudes, oh, yeah, too. No, I mean, no. he's they don't care, cracking everybody, you know? But... But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> he, there's even a video I watched from like about a year ago where he, he cracks his wife. <laughs> yeah. And she's hot. i like, okay. And it's like, she's like, yeah, I just had a baby a month ago. I was like, you had a baby a month ago. Like, dude, the comments on that one are fucking great. Dude, the comments on all of these are great. Everyone's like, I see the all, yeah, the algorithm brought us together again. Gentlemen. I love those like, comments. Like, that comment's like like what that. I see a lot, dude.
1: Like, yeah. I, 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 there's a there's a there's someone uh, some woman I follow, uh, and I don't know why I started following her. I have no idea. Her name's Azami twenty two, a aim a m i twenty two, and I think I started following her years ago. Okay, and.
0: I sent you I okay. sent you the, the one with the wife. Just look at these comments, man. <laughs> like this this guy right here. He breaks her oh, back God. in the bedroom that fixes it in the office. Then this the another one, this video should be called How to Land a Hot Wife While oh. Still Wearing Cargo Shorts.
1: April twenty twenty.
0: And then like here's another one. Yeah, I see the algorithm has brought us together again, lads. And someone else, this could have taken a very different turn on a very different website. <laughs> and someone else is here. Do you ever just know the comments before <laughs> seeing the comments? Yeah.
1: Dude. Oh, dude. and you got the, you have the, the the fucking annotators. It's like seven eight, seven eighteen twist, seven seven nine fourteen to nine thirty two. Oh yeah. Bar spine. Like it's just. Oh my god, man! Full service, shy giggles. Wait a minute. Tell us how we can find such a wife. Yeah, dude, it, the comments are always great in these things. Jesus, he's a silly looking <laughs> motherfucker, though, ain't he? His beard and his hair are just cartoonish. Uh, he looks like a Italian version of. Uh, a short, stocky Italian version of. Uh, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> With his hair and his lush beard. He has a lush ass beard. I need a beard like that
0: dude the the other guy that's doing all these shits is uh is is this I'll, pu- I'll put yeah. the link in the show notes too but there I just sent it to you mm-hmm. dr Bo hightower so he's another one that does this kind of shit, he's he it honestly he looks just like this other guy but a little but a little better like a little more put together a little more whatever but honestly he like looks the same <laughs> you're like Do all these guys look the same like it's weird Um, and he's doing like, honestly, his stuff looks looks really legit. He actually makes these people hurt. Um, but it's like you know to like
1: yeah, fix stuff. You know, the guy I've seen is on TikTok, and he's Uh, like this Indian guy, and he does he doesn't look like this guy. These two guys, uh, but it's the same. He's like you know. Fucking no, got yeah. to people land over size like, it's like, oh my god, yeah. And you you could just tell you like, I bet that feels great. <laughs> like, I bet that feels great. Right. I feel like I'd get addicted though. I'd be fucking hooked. Right. I'd have he, to go uh, once a week.
0: This guy even did <sighs> um I saw a video he did uh he worked on Amanda mm-hmm. Cerny, who I follow on Instagram, you know. She has over twenty million followers on Instagram. And I was like, "Oh, it looks like he's at her house, you know, because yeah. she had some kind of thing with her back that looks like some kind of mystery problem, and he's trying to help her out with that. I don't know, but yeah, but this guy, like, you see what I'm saying, right? He like almost looks the same. It's just as the other guy. <laughs> That's weird. What
1: is he doing with this chisel?
0: That's what I'm saying, man. It's not really a chisel, technically. You know, he's not like he's giant. He must be pushing whatever the bones but... back
1: in place or something, huh? Wow, Bo Hightower looks just like the other guy. (laughs) It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Just like (laughs) the other guy, they're like the same fucking guy. That is so weird, man. (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly. That's why I was like, these guys look the fucking
0: same. Like, okay. Yeah, I I put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. It's isn't that funny. Yeah, no, I saw him work on some guy, like, he must have got his hair cut, or I don't know what happened, like, yeah. he was at some guy's, like, barber shop, and then he was, like, working on the barber, like, in the, and, like, he's, like, had the barber sit down in the barber chair, and he's, like, Jeez. working him over, bar- you know?
1: barter system. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you give me the same oh, haircut in mean, yeah. 34 years, and I'll give you a little heave Jeez.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's weird, man. Some of these people he's working on, like, I mean, they're like, like, like. Here's a video: of strongest men in history. Robert Oberst gets his back hammered by a chiropractor. Yeah, he's I got on one open. UFC it's guy like uh, Jade Cargill. So I,
1: well, I don't know who that is. I guess a wrestler in the AWE, which is a network I don't, I haven't followed, and well, I haven't followed wrestling in God only knows how long. But yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So if you want to watch videos of uh, people getting their shit cracked, then
1: (laughs) yeah, and there
0: we go. James just cracked his. I'm telling you, I need to go.
1: I need to go, but I'll be addicted. I'll be.
0: No, I want to go too, man. I was like, do I? I was like, do I need to find one of these places? And of course, I'm like, I'm stupid, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, do I have to like have a reason to go? You know like yeah you know can you try to adjust my uh block you know like do i have to do that like do i have to have some problem or can i just show up at one of these places and be like I, I need my whole shit cracked I and they'll be like yeah i go. got you <laughs>
1: like, honestly <laughs> i think you just i think you just go i mean they'll just yeah. crack you up right i guess i think you just why wouldn't go. they i think that's it you just go and so, they will just like i think they yeah. could probably look they'll be like, oh yeah you, this is like too close here that's, you know, they they know what your shit's supposed to look like, you know? Right. That's probably why he's using that fucking chisel to push to right. knock, you know, things back in place and shit like that. Right. Well, the other guy, he's definitely,
0: like, has people standing there or, like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. your whole shit's out of alignment or whatever, you know, like, you can see. And so, I mean, he's definitely helping, uh, yeah helping so them somehow. Know, so. I mean,
1: I think, I think so. this is real. I, I'm not going to, I mean, maybe some people think it's not real. I think it's real. I think it's just people didn't know. They didn't know what's possible. You know what I mean. But every time I see it and I see people's faces, like you could tell people are fucking faking it. Like I know what a good neck crack feels like. You're like Ugh, you know. <laughs> it's like you almost jizz your pants. I can imagine what this like. You get like get an involuntary boner from this. It's so good, you know. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. funny, you know. You're walking around all day. And you don 't even realize, but like thirty years of gravity and being overweight or injury or you know jumping up and down as a kid or like whatever you know that shit fucking puts impact on your body, you know so it it might be good for people to get regular resets you know once a month, once every six months, go in there, get your shit fucking cracked back into into shape if you can I would. <laughs>
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Might have to look into that, man. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all no, I really man, had I'm to good. cover. You got, you got anything else? For me. Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, once again for joining us on this special episode of the IO panel. We're missing one of the three musketeers, but uh, hopefully, we'll all be reunited. Oh, God. In the after. No. In, <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. In the next shit. world. No. Like, oh, God. No, uh, for our next episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. In the In the before after before. time. Like, what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh So, thank you once again, everyone, for joining us. And you can check us out at iopanelpodcast.com. Send us any thoughts, feelings you have. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com go to our website over on the right hand side links to all our social media, Instagram, Facebook etc etc, check it out um, you can also donate to us on Patreon, we have Patreon set up there, That's some different tiers going on um, and we're going to be offering some special behind the scenes looks at the IO Panel Podcast very soon so be sure to check that out uh, thank you once again and we'll catch you next time <laughs>